Okay, well, listen. Yeah, listen. Look, I have gastrointestinal issues. I, I know the story. Do you, though? Oh, listen, I was a driver for years, and I understand, like, one bad meal at, like, Chipotle or at, like, Taco Bell. And, <laughs> and listen, you're on the road. You have to find a place to poop. And COVID hit, remember? And no one was letting you use their bathrooms. Welcome to the Transmit Podcast. I'm Spike. I'm Victor. I'm Samantha. And we are discussing gastric distress. But really, that's that's just us walking into like our lives. What we have today is a whole bunch of really cool stories that I handpicked for you. Well, talking about our personal lives, oh, don't yeah. you have something uh, to share with us? You, you've kept us pretty much on the edge of our seats the last 24 hours. Yes, I, yes, I have because made us wait until recording to tell us the story? story. Yes, you I had a girlfriend story. I had an ex-girlfriend scare, so I I was like uh, finishing up one of my last days at my at, at my Vaughn. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say. Well, I, I you already said, said it at my Vaughn's job. Um, oh, okay. So for a second, I yeah. thought um, the ex-girlfriend scare had something to do with Bill Gates. <laughs> because I was just looking at that article. Oh yeah, we have that article. Don't don't spoil your you're spoiling. Well, Those that are... that article's not up there. Is oh, that's it? not. Oh, that's another article. Okay. Well, he 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 had. We're another. not doing that. One. We're not doing that one. Anyway, long story short, I'm I'm sitting up there. I was I was like punching out for the day, and like the one of the ladies there was like, "Oh, your um your girlfriend showed up," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and she says twice. I'm like what? <laughs> and she does not understand why I'm like. <gasps> What? Where? Where is she? What did she say? What? Where? What is she here now? And it's like, oh yeah, the the one we were talking about, the crazy chick who um was eating um baby food and hiding it. It's like, oh, that's not my girlfriend. And I just like sink right there because we just we had a lady come through who was eating baby food and hiding stuff in the aisles. And I told a joke to um, one of the ladies, and she didn't know the the landmine that was saying my girlfriend showed up. <laughs> and it, yes it's not the full like she didn't show up to this store but that to me like you know i have that thing where i say like you've you know, got ptsd i do and the thing is like i always say this about people is you don't know about these emotional landmines with people because sometimes you'll just mention like daylight savings time to somebody and they'll be like okay daylight savings time is a scam run by the Koch brothers and you're like whoa oh, oh okay <laughs> That's how it is with you and girlfriend now? Right now, yeah, until I get, like, another... Like, I need to get, like, two more deep, and given my relationship status, uh, that should take, like, five years. So Or ten. Okay, you know, that's just low right there, Sam. Oh, um, five. He's trying to be optimistic I'm with five on, years. I'm being realistic. Ah, you dick. Uh, my, <laughs> my, my headphones... Sound do, I sound, do I sound weird to you guys? You sound Always. fine. Oh, I think it's my headphones. It might be your headphones. Let I me. just want to sound more robust in my headphones. I think. Oh, listen, in post, I'm gonna make you like. Listen, you you <coughs> sound like like an Adonis. In in, in post, Jesus. do I sound like Morgan Freeman? No, no, you sound like Morgan Freeman I'm if Morgan he was a, if he was a 20 year old Greek man. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm Morgan Freeman. When okay, I was okay, a young, you just did a Buffalo Bill. Like what? When I was a young boy, was she a great big fat boy? I used to like to put egg crates <laughs> inside of my walls. Helped my voice sound better. Wow, he, he was pioneering a sound-deadening technology. Wow. Mm. Uh, so apparently, Elon <laughs> Musk on. got called on. out by a US, UFC fighter over the Tesla delivery delay. Now, imagine you win a fight. Like, you, you just won a big purse. And the first thing you think of after you beat the shit out of some dude is... Is to beat the shit out of Elon <laughs> Musk. Musk. Where's my goddamn fucking Tesla? Well, I think I think that's pretty smart on this guy's part because he knows he's got a platform. Yep. I mean, these UFC fighters, they don't get to like talk all the time. He but put down his 500. You don't want them to fucking talk all the time, let's be real. Now, most of them know. They're a little punchy. But, yeah, this he's he's got a microphone... Cameras are on him. Joe Thousands Rogan's of people. There. Joe Rogan. He's like, you know what? Listen, I'm not. This is a good on... opportunity. Yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast. Elon's BFF, Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know he... the podcast. His podcast is booked out for like months. He must have been thinking about this. Oh yeah, like for a lot in his life. He's like thinking about like this Tesla delay. If if I were a UFC fighter and I won a fight, and then Joe Rogan handed me the mic, I'd call out. Uh, Brian Armstrong from Coinbase, the CEO of Coinbase. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I'd be like, Coinbase. hey, what is up with your customer service? <laughs> you don't have fucking customer service. I was locked out of my fucking account for like a week. 
This is and what, I figured it out on my own. You guys didn't do shit. This is what the UFC turns into. It's just a complaint <laughs> hotline. It's an, if, if you train hard for three months, you got to go to camp for three months. You got to like go through like grueling, intense fighting, practice your form, beat the shit out of another human being who's trained solely to beat the shit out of you, and then we'll hear your complaint. <laughs> or it's like uh, Robin Hood. It's like, hey, I'm calling up. Ro- hey, I was selling. I was buying up Game Stonks, and you didn't let me keep buying the Stonks. And then I was trying to buy Doge, and then you guys cut cut the Doge. Doge. <laughs> Fucking Doge, man. Oh, I was trying to buy um, another Bitcoin because I saw it dropped a little more. Yeah. And it was like, no, I didn't have enough buying power because I shouldn't transfer money like soon enough. And then the the window closed. I was really sad about that. Do you want to hear what he said? Yeah, that's, that's definitely what he said. And finally, I want to call somebody out. Oh. Joe, I want to call out your buddy. <laughs> Elon! Elon Musk! Where's my wife's car, bro? I've been waiting six months. <laughs> I've had a baby. I need a good car. I need, I gotta protect my daughter. Let's go, Elon. Get me my car. Smash cut to and Elon finally. Musk in, in like the woods, like training hard. He's like carrying a log over his shoulders, running up a hill. It's like he's got this guy's picture, like in a in a room. He's like punching it on the punching bag. It's like, oh, you want to call me out? Oh, I'm 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 gonna fight you. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. I would like that. <laughs> Oh. Uh, okay. you you gave us this. I, I I found some stuff, and let me tell you that we're just throwing shit at the wall right now. What? <laughs> Whoa, this is hot. Oh yeah, let me tell you. Skycorp home video. This yes, babe. This is a cautionary tale. I think I'm ready. You know, to have sex. <gasps> Whoa. I figured you'd say that, so I came prepared. You brought a condom. No, silly. No, silly. I brought my mom. Ugh. Is that working? Hey, yeah, click on it. Nick. Oh, yeah. Handcuffs. Kind of kinky. I rigged this room with explosives. Whoa. <laughs> sex is a sin. <laughs> Have fun running in hell, Beth. Ha! <laughs> Damn! Oh, yeah. Nick! Nick. No! Wait! And wait Nick, for it. Please! No! He's walking out the room. Sunglasses. Boom. I'm not an incel. I'm remaining pure. Bam. I love, I just um, love that. That was just the dumbest thing. <laughs> they took that from like a regular, like they captured so much of like that 90s era, like VHS, like mm-hmm. Christian, like purity thing, but then added this like layer of absurdity, which I just, that tickled me when I saw it. Okay. And I had to share that with you, my friends. So listen, uh, we're we, not friends. We are friends. We are, we are deep no. friends, the deepest of friends. I like uh, how it goes from one sin. It's like, you know, what to do you murder. Say? Premarital <laughs> sex is a sin. Well, obviously, one is worse than the other. <laughs> but murder, also sin, but it's not a sin if I undo another sin. See, he's protecting himself from sin, so it's not a sin. Okay? <laughs> she tried to damn his immortal soul. Okay, this one is a great way, Um, you know, we understand uh, as men how, how to, like, attack an attacker, like, with, with, with your mind. This is a 12-second video. Let's... Yes. Any last words? If you shoot me, your penis is small. Fuck. I see. Gotcha. I see what you... Let me see. What? Nothing. <laughs> Jesus. That's the two of you. Yeah, that's the two of <laughs> you. That's any time the two of you talk to each other. Uh-huh, shoot like, me, your penis well, we, is small. We, yeah, we keep asking to see each other's penises. It's, it's kind of like a game of chicken where we say, come on, let me see it. Oh, I'm going to show you. Like, hey, show me your dick. Come on. I, I'm pretty. Not, I'm pretty sure that not, that in this room, the dick measuring contest wouldn't no, wouldn't see, be such making, a wouldn't no, be. Would, you're ruining it. It wouldn't be such a chicken. No, you're ruining it now. See, it's situation. Just, it's not, I, it's I'm not pretty about, sure Victor would the, happily. It's not a dick measuring contest. We're talking about share just showing with you each other his penis. <sighs> see, you're ruining. Well, the if game. we measured if we measured it, we'd have to do it like this, where we go side yeah, by side. Yeah, we would have to exactly. But the the problem is, Let's see whose see, penis touches the other the, person's the, the, uh, body before the other one. But see, that's the that's see, she doesn't get the point of the game. It's not about whose dick is bigger. Well, I was trying to save it right there yeah, by doing a, it. Yeah, well, that was saying. no, that was a good one. It's a, it's about it's the frustration of of saying we're going to show each other, but we never do. It's a, it's, it's like a, it's like, it's like those will they, won't they romances in TV shows. <laughs> oh, wow. That that's the, that's the game we have where we say, show me your dick. Oh, I'm totally going to show you my dick. Just I, I dare you. Oh, well, I'm going to do it. Trust me. I think it's funnier to to just kind of say that in front of people and then 
Yeah, exactly. It's, Have them freak out. That's the game. Exactly. It's not. <laughs> it's not about actually whose dick is big. No, it's about you know freaking the norms. Speaking of stupid ass dumb men. Let me tell you. No, this is this is brilliant right here. Like, get rid. This is like. Lo, this is Spartan. Like speaking of what the movie we're seeing later, <laughs> this is a Spartan accommodation. You don't need anything else except a, a steel plate and a grate. I like the fact that there's a comment Wait. right here that just says, "Sigh, I know where this is." <laughs> Damn, nice. It looks Damn. like maybe it's the bathroom at like a uh, like a barbecue place. It does, like a barbecue. Place. You know what? Maybe it's like a park actually. For some reason, I thought it like Britain for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Imagine walking in on someone waffle stomping a turd through that crate. <laughs> God, oh, my see, gosh. Okay, I need to do Twitter stuff more. Uh, so it looks like there's handrails. <laughs> well, yeah, there. so you can like, because yeah, you might be drunk. Yeah. So you sit there. And, okay, for anyone listening. And then there's like a, like a little hose. No, no. For Okay, for anyone listening, um, basically what there's a corner with two steel plates meeting at the corner in a bathroom. And there's a grate that you stand on that's about, what, like four by four feet? And you stand on top of this, and the piss just runs down the wall. And there's just empty space. And this, I can only imagine the smell. Like having used those, like, campsite toilets, like, that must be horrendous. Yeah, it just goes, you, well, you have to piss on the steel, yes, piss and then it just goes straight <laughs> down. Just straight down. Like, technically, functionally, there is no difference between this and, like, a, a urinal. But something about it know, makes it gross. But you're standing kind of on the exactly Func- piss part. Okay, again, functionally, like, look, it just runs. Can you like, imagine how much splatter you'd have on your shoes? Well, same with a regular urinal. Like, like I said, not if you. Again, functionally. Someone said, "God, I could smell this image before I even scrolled onto it somehow." <laughs> yep, exactly. So, listen, um, I'm thinking like this should be my bathroom. So, as as the landlord, Vic, could you um. It's a place called Zelix Ice House. Where, where is it? Okay, I gotta look. At How do you spell that? I'll find out. Well, that's the restaurant. Wow, that looks. Shut that's up. not it. They have the classiest photos, and so for, this is like if you have like um, what, what? What? That's their website. Their they website spend all their money on the website. On the website, and they knew where to save their money because it's just a bunch of dudes drinking beer. So it's in be, Texas. Oh, there we go. That makes sense. Okay, wait. Now I have to just make sure. <laughs> okay, she's looking up the uh, the bathroom. <laughs> oh, there's racing, and yeah, bathroom. Okay, come on, come on, Google image, don't fail us now. No, see, but that was someone's comment. Yeah, that was okay. So that might not be the the one, but listen. Long story short, what are, is there's there's two comments on that comment? Is anyone calling them out? Hopefully someone's calling him out. Right. Jesus Christ. We should call him out. Like, you're a fucking liar. Well, who's this? What's this guy's name? You, you show me who this man is. This Mismatch person. socks. Okay, mismatch socks. You're a fucking liar. Mm. I'm sorry. That was aggressive. I'm sorry. I had to see that part of it. It was just the Princess Louise pub in London has a similar men's room set up. Oh, it's okay. also the most oh. ornate place I've ever ordered a drink. The only conclusion I have here is that men's room design was horrifying until about 1950. Did I not say this felt like an England thing? I yeah. called. I well, that's. Called it. But this is supposed I, to be Texas. Someone goes, Have you ever been to Texas? That's uh, called a waffle. Okay, waffle stomp again. Night. Oh, hey, and you, and you called it. Waffle stomping. Ah, oh, that's... Mm, this Eat is, more pussy. Apparently that's in the same bathroom. It's the bomb. <laughs> wow, uh, it's like is, the most classless. They're like actively trying it. to not have can class. We, can we go there? No. I, I need to I need. You to can eat. go there by yourself. I need with you to eat at this place, and we need to film a podcast in this bathroom. <laughs> oh, this is... Oh, I love this so much. I like I like to have the the Half Life Two um, like guys down there like because it's all of a, like it's all set in Russia, in one of the comments down there. Okay, I can I I'm starting to smell it actually. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I just pissed myself. Oh, someone goes I reject your reality and substitute my own. <laughs> Somehow that and just a bunch of dudes pissing against a fucking fence. I like that like one person fence. with their their hand on their head, their forehead. Like, oh, yeah, that's the woman on. who's like, God damn it, Steven. <laughs> yeah, her either her husband or her 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 son is over there peeing on the. Fence. Is that guy zipping up as he's walking her way? Yeah, he cannot be he, he cannot be away from that fast enough. There's okay. that, that's like the perfect picture, actually. God, this is awful. 
God, this this podcast just gets better every time we do it. I I am so happy. Is, uh, how come everyone's so close together in that? Well, because they're drunk and they don't give a shit. It's about community, Vic. Uh, come on. I would be like all the way. Maybe there's like a certain area where you can piss. Maybe Listen, like one dude's got his hand up on the fence oh, he's too. So, he's wasted. Okay, Vic, you would have like dug a hole with your hand into the grass and laid your penis into it and just pissed into that. <laughs> what? We would. We'd be, <laughs> no, he wouldn't be anywhere near these assholes. I don't know. Depends. You would do anything to not be near this. I understand that. No, okay. You you would literally be like, I need I need to go find like an actual rest. Can we can and, we come and, back? You know, can I we get come one back? of those cups and I try to like aim for those. <laughs> okay. Fill it you, up. And you didn't want to talk about the the rectum breathing. No. <laughs> rectum breathing. We're 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 getting so much material out of the the piss grate, and and for some reason breathing through the rectum that, that's a bridge too far. Okay. What, what's next? <laughs> Utterance. Robot. Wait, wait, is this? Oh, yeah. So skip ahead. Don't don't do the whole thing. Is this way too much? So this, this mechanical talking uh, robot mouth. No. Developed by the Sawada. Yep. I I we needed to to watch the beginning. Okay, what fine. the fuck? So this this is um this it's, is what's called the uncanny valley. You're deep in it right now. Just press play. <sighs> Group at Kagawa University featured speech organs, which mean Wait, wait look at the tongue. Look at the fucking tongue. Oh, it's little too. Okay. I thought it was huge. Now, is, it, is it weird that like, I want to have sex with that? Thank you, <laughs> Similar characteristics to the human nose, which consists of bone and membranes. Of course a Japanese dude came up with this. Yeah. He's like, well, They're talking this? about linguistics. Yeah. I think this is all just to cover for his Japanese guys trying to make a realistic mouth to have sex with. This is his own whole business. This One is special pitch. feature of this robot is that it can learn through auditory feedback. It listens to the sound oh, it is God. making through a microphone and then determines by itself that and what all those motions will make it like sound more human. Work in your junk. つまり、いわゆるそういうデータというか学習結果を使って知らないと分からなくても、この動きと同じようなことを出すことができます。つまり、いわゆるそういうデータというか学習結果を使って知らないと分からなくても、この動きと同じようなことを出すことができます。いや
they didn't have that. Those were that was super hot loaded, which means they put a lot of gunpowder in it. And what it did was, if you see his gun before the explosion, is it has these two fins behind uh, where you load the round. It's a single load. You screw it in. It the explosion was so powerful. It sent that cap that screws in back, sheared off those those fins, sent one of them into his chest cavity, broke his hand when the handle went down, and uh, mm. almost killed him. He had to stick his thumb into his wound to stop from uh, stop him from bleeding to death. Luckily, mm. his dad was there. That's Go. that's why they yeah. tell you not to to take. Show the rest of the video. Just press play on things the... out of your body if you've been punctured. Exactly. So he stuck his thumb in his open wound. Boom. I think he blew his hat so off. So they, they stopped making those. So like some. That was like another gun he was holding. No, right? no, that was that That's... was a piece of his gun. Normally on that handle there. Now this is the type of pause. bullet. So normally, yeah. See, see, there's no there's no fins there on that gun above the handle or above the grip. Mm-hmm. Normally there's two steel fins there that keep the part you screw into the barrel that 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 forms the chamber you know it's a safety mechanism so that it can only fire if it's perfectly aligned it blew that screw out and sheared those off and blew apart the gun the 50 hmm. bmg is a very powerful round on its own with this thing they basically put like a fucking hand grenades worth of ammunition in it and like he so he was screwed and so normally, yeah, that gun shoots. It so goes through fire hydrants. So yeah, like there, there. See, so, pause. Th- so the to the right is a normal uh, fifty cal round, and to the left, you see normally there are grooves in that plastic. There, that plastic is discarded, and that the uh, the silver part stays. The 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 plastic makes sure that as it goes through the barrel, it captures all of that. Um, all it keeps all the combusting material behind it, trapped and pushing the the. Uh, the projectile forward and then it discards but as you can see there's no grooves this was a fake and uh, like he was shooting that a few times and like it, it will go straight through that fire hydrant easy hmm. so yeah so this was really interesting to me this has been going around uh, most of gun youtube for a while and uh, it's 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 insane like yeah see he survived and so that's the cap that normally you you put the 50 bmg round in and screw it into place and that went back and hit him. Oh, that, shit. Yeah, that hit him. And the only thing that kept him alive was the fact that his father was there to drive him as he stuck his thumb in his wound. So be careful when you're using discontinued, like, really high-end rounds because you might be getting a a, 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 um, a fabrication. This guy is a police officer. He, um, he, he does Kentucky ballistics. He actually does some really cool stuff, so it's worth a watch. But if you like um, people shooting stuff. Mm. And I just thought that was a very interesting look into, um, like, their apparently counterfeit ammunition. Hmm. That sucks. Right. That does. Okay, I think we got one more. Nope. Nope. Oh, oh. In that case, we're about to talk about one of the, the second-to-last movie in May Day Month. It's technically a war movie. Technically yes. a war. <laughs> but, a war uh, that did happen. Let's take a quick break. No, we're, we're going to do this in... Four minutes. No, okay, let's take a break. And then we'll see you in a, in a second. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a nice freaky Japanese dude who'd love to hear my weird guttural You didn't noises. hit record. It's already recording. I didn't stop recording. On the camera. Oh, shit. You fucking moron. Okay, I'm a little buzzed. Yeah, I was wondering about that. But you know what's fine. I mean, audio may, maybe you should give, maybe you, you shouldn't can, be drinking so goddamn no, listen, much. I now have a new job. I can drink in the evening like an adult now. So don't don't you get all the way off my back. Don't drink my <sighs> eat my fucking boba. Key lime, you say? I'll get off. I'll get off of that thing. <laughs> Let me get off of that thing. So this is the movie that came out in 06, 07. Oh yeah, this was a big event for me. Based on the Battle of Thermopylae. On a true story. The Battle of Thermopylae. Very loosely based on a true story. Frank Miller took some serious creative license when he he did the the graphic novel and then when Zack Snyder adapted it for film, I think he probably because I've actually never read the graphic novel. It's, it's, it's even more homoerotic than um, 
than this. Well, considering that the Greeks... Yeah, that's true. ...had same-sex relations alongside their heterosexual relations. Just They just had sex, like, a lot, all the time, and it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. See, why didn't you do the one with, with just like you imagined? This sounds like a light version of that. This is actually the first trailer they released. See, that's why people remember that because it was. Yeah. Oh, this is this is the song. Okay, sorry. Oh yeah. I mean, it was. This is honestly, to this day, even one of the most badass films I've ever seen. Oh yeah. It reminds me of Sin City, just how uh, cin- like the cinematography is—they wanted it to kind of look like and, a comic book. Yeah, and all, all the um, all the green screen they use. Well, yeah. Sin City is also Frank Miller. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's the same director, though. I don't think it's probably not the same. I don't think Zack Snyder did Sin City. Oh, that—that's what actually um, King Leonidas said to his Spartans. That's a—that's a, that's a straight up quote. Tonight we dine in hell. Yeah, yeah, that was totally something. <laughs> that, that too. Take from them everything. Yeah. It's translated from the original Greek. Yeah, it, Greek. It, Greek. Sounds, it sounds better in Greek, obviously. <laughs> oh, wait, is it kind of a thing? Wait. We're in for one wild night. Ah, see, they didn't have the, our arrows will blot out the sun and we'll fight in the shade. That's also a, um, a direct historical quote. I remember that. Yeah, that was. You know, now, now you're reminding me that I saw a lot of commercials for 300 mm-hmm. when i was a kid what, was like there was there was like the first one and then like you would just see movie trailer like movie commercials trailers on tv it's weird right. to think about now those just called trailers you know because we don't commercials. we don't watch television yeah. anymore like we i'm just, just watching a tv things. show and then like all of a sudden they're like talking about 300 like whoa oh yeah that's gonna be I'm great excited. and then the commercials get shorter and shorter and shorter well now you see them on closer. youtube and if the, if the if the trailer's good enough you don't click through to your video yeah, right. you kind of wait for it. It's like, it's true. yeah, how can they grab you? And like, they've only got like two or three seconds to like grab your attention. Yeah, right. Is well, they've got five seconds. They do. But <laughs> and, and you notice like they, pre- they they've now got to a science where it's like, OK, say the name of the product before the fifth second before they click through because they're hovering. They're waiting. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's the thing. I was like, I noticed I've transferred from like watching trailers on um, on TV to I watch them on watch trailers uh, to Apple dot com slash trailers. To now, just you know, whenever I see them online, I don't. I used to like be like super into trailers. Yeah, um, I think for me, if it's like a scary movie, usually mm-hmm. that'll get me. Like it'll be like really like bright and happy, and then like at the fifth second, everything turns dark. And right. You're like, Fuck, Whoa, I gotta, and I yeah, well, I gotta shit. see what happens now. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, this that's like the beat dropping. It's like okay, I gotta see this now. The beat drops right before. Well, I can't like skip it. Shit. Sometimes you skip and you're like, oh, I no, 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 no. Then you're waiting for the next like movie. The next time you see it, like I, I gotta watch like 15 more videos until I get this again. <laughs> well, luckily now it, when it does a commercial, a little like commercials, it'll have like a little link kind of in the. Mm-hmm. The toolbar or whatever. Oh, you leave it there and give you the choice to X out. They they, see. That's the great thing about advertising. They really take into account our needs. (laughs) Okay, so so anyway, this is the story of (laughs) Monopoly, King of Monopoly, but also of King Leonidas and his impeccable glutes and abdominal muscles saving Sparta. I mean, you can't go wrong with Gerard Butler, Uh, half naked. He was. Really good in Attila the Hun, and then he was really good in this, mm-hmm. and then basically really good in everything he's done ever. Angel has fallen. Olympus has fallen. What's the other one that's like Gerard London Butler? has fallen. Who's like Gerard Butler? Who's like, like any? Pick a muscular Scottish dude. Um, the guy from Gladiator. There, you, Russell Crowe. Crow? Yeah, no. Russell Crowe is like Gerard Butler. No. Right. I got no. them confused for so long. I thought they were the same guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, me too. Yep. No, it's right. It's like, Russell oh. Crowe's Australian, first off. <laughs> they've got. And they've, secondly, tomato, he could tomato. never. He could never. Listen, Australian, like uh, Scottish, tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, so. Russell, Russell I, I was like, oh, that's cool. They got the same guy from Gladiator to be the Leonidas. God damn it. <laughs> when I saw that. <laughs> so, this, the. 
the graphic novel that Frank Miller wrote was based on the story of the Battle of Thermopylae, um, where 300 Spartans stood against the Persian army. From the beginning to end, there was no difference in numbers at any point. <laughs> right? As I was saying, where the 300 stood against Xerxes' Persian army at the Hot Gates, which was Thermopylae, um, which is actually why this book is known as Gates of Fire. Um, and this is actually also a fictionalized account, but it's a little bit more historically accurate. It's actually one of my favorite books. You, you mean they which didn't is, have grenade-tossing wizards? Which is part of why <laughs> um, I was so excited about 300 when it came out. And I was like, this is not... This isn't right. But they didn't a lot of this is so, so incorrect. They didn't march elephants to the hot gates? What are you talking about? Well, they actually probably like might have foot, done that. 20-foot tall elephants. They didn't have a guy with, like, his arms sliced off except for his, like, forearm bones with, with, with decapitation blades attached to it? At no. The, at, oh, no. What? So, they had a guy similar to him, like, in Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. It was, like, the creature dude. It was, like, oh, kind yeah. of the same thing. Yeah. It was like a fat guy, but like also a mutant too. You know who oh, yeah, yeah. you know who's actually more like Gerard Butler is Tom Hardy. Oh Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. That's Tom another Hardy dude I'd bang. Butler. But anyway. Um so three hundred, the movie takes well, and the the graphic novel take a lot of liberties with what happened, like <laughs> yeah, in history. Let's go with that. You kind of have to, um, in order yeah. to make something super exciting. However, like the story itself is actually really oh yeah, it's pretty good, exciting. Um, I like to think but, this is historically accurate in the three hundred in the uh, Sin City universe. This is their actual. Oh yeah, this is yeah going to perhaps yeah. <laughs> perhaps. Um, a, so we we actually looked it up after we watched the movie and it was more something like 7,000 allied right. Greeks stood against what was original, like sort of exaggeratedly um, estimated to be like, you know, millions, but was probably more like between a hundred and 150,000 um, people of the Persian army. What the hell are you looking at? Well, they have leather battle speedos in this. And so I'm like wondering like, where can I get a leather battle speedo? Oh Jesus. They were um, probably pleather. I want leather. Come on, like, I, I I must be accurate. This is an accurate movie. Leather. They wore leather. Leather spears. would have been really uncomfortable. They so. wore they wore greaves and an arm guards had shields and spears and nothing else I'm, except for a helmet. I'm pretty sure it was like pleather. It looks like leather, but like uh, it's more f yeah. stretchable. It's like then spandex. I need something more like this, obviously, where I have like a. It's like it's really patriotic, where I have like a. The, the, the flag covering me, obviously, because this is in modern times. So, I, not leather. <laughs> so, 7,000 Greeks against even 100,000 Persians is still, still, like, crazy odds. Um, and from a, from a tactical standpoint, they really picked their, 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 their fighting grounds well. They did, because they had, like, the strength of, like, these massive walls behind them that they could basically brace their army against they yep. they're really strong with their phalanx um they were a better, formation they were a better equipped better trained army yeah. so every every one greek guy had to take on 14.2 persians and this is the math they worked out like Leo, this is not, that's another direct quote leonidas said each greek must kill 14.2 like uh, uh, persians <laughs> Tonight, we dine in mathematical hell. <laughs> so, but the reason why we have the number 300 is that um, towards the end of the battle where uh, the Greeks actually, like, decimated massive numbers of oh, the yeah. Persian army, um, th when they realized that it was just the Greeks were not going to win, they sent... Um, most of the rest of the army home to basically... I mean, the Persians weren't going to win, right? No. no. The, the Persian, that Persians, Persians won. They won that battle. That battle. Oh, okay. Uh, let's, you let's, fell asleep. Okay, let's be honest. Okay, <laughs> listen. When we say they won, that's with quotes because when you win but you lose, or you lose the kind of numbers you lost, that is a horrible win. Yeah. Like, like if you lose 10% of your forces achieving an objective, that, that that's technically a loss. Yeah. 
That is but worth retreating for. Leonidas sent the majority of the, the allied Greeks home to basically recoup and prepare um, because they knew that the Persians were going to win that battle, but they wanted to make sure that they weren't going to win the war. Yeah. So he uh, remained with like 300, probably primarily Spartans because they were just the most well-trained um, and they dealt like pretty much near death blows to the Persian army with just that small amount of people. Um, and so Leonidas's small army lost the battle of Thermopylae <laughs> barely, they barely lost. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, and so the Persians then like regrouped and they launched more attacks. And so at the very end of the movie, what they show um, was whatever that uh, David Wenham's character's name was, who lost his eye. Yeah. He was leading like thousands upon thousands of allied Greeks against the Persians. I think the Plataea Plataea or something like that. And that's actually where they defeated. We, we did a lot the of research army. for this. You can tell. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's, I could have sworn you guys said that they were going to lose. No, no. We the 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 Greeks the Greeks won that one. That's where that that's that, that was the, the decisive victory. Oh. And so this is the thing. Um, I thought you said like when he was the guy with that one eye was marching into the battle at the end. Right? Yeah, you you were half asleep, dude. You guys were like, "Oh, he's gonna okay, lose." Okay, okay. No, this is where we're he saying everything. that's where they lose. That's where the Greeks lose. She didn't. Okay, listen. She didn't like word it super well, but listen. You, Wait, you, but you didn't listen you super want, well. Do you either. want me to? Do you want me to restate? So, this? did the Greeks ever win? Yes, what? yes. Okay, so, so hey, listen, they... listen, 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 listen. <laughs> the Greeks lost the Battle okay. of Thermopylae. Okay, okay, but I got dealt that. massive losses to the Persians. Okay, yeah. I saw. I saw Leonidas dead. So he had sent before. Spoiler, Leonidas died. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> historical thousands of years old spoiler. <laughs> like, it's not thousands. It's only like a th- like fifteen. It's like Passion of the Christ saying, oh, yeah, by the way, spoiler alert. Jesus, Jesus Christ, dies. He, he gets crucified. Spoiler. Yeah. Okay. 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 Listen, 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 listen. Okay. Leonidas dies. So They lose Thermopylae. They lose Thermopylae. He had sent, you know, his several thousand remaining soldiers away to warn and regroup the rest of the Greeks so that they could take on the Persians okay. again. Mm-hmm. The Persians had massive losses on their side, but they regrouped after winning Thermopylae and went head to head against the rest of the allied Greeks who beat them in we should fucking look this shit up yeah well long story short like if for, at least for the, for the battle of thermopylae the immortals were like they they go up against them in this movie and this they were a, a historically like they were a a force and the thing about the the immortals is they carried like a wicker shield and a dagger and they had like a hood and they didn't make any noise when they charged it was very eerie but they were still very vastly under equipped and trained compared to spartans with shields armor spears and swords so this was like the first historical time in which an inferior army met up against a vastly superior army in this way. And because normally you, you match the forces in your area. So if you do what the Persians did and come to a new area, you haven't, you're, you're matched up against locals. By the way, mm-hmm. that battle was only three days long. Nice. Three days. And the, did Greeks didn't, the Greeks didn't take... Very many losses until the third day, really. Yeah, and they probably weren't sleeping. They like the, the the Persians had the numbers to keep up an assault. But let let let's talk a little bit more about like the movie as opposed to the historical part. Uh, I, I mean, I still think the historical oh, no, part totally is listen. like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna interject. Like you look up some stuff, and I'll talk about the movie a little bit. It kind of opens like you know. Don't be uh, annoying and talk about. Every single scene. Okay, in second one. <laughs> okay, like, uh, so we, we talk about, like, um, they talk about, like, uh, Leonidas, and he, like, was inspected as a baby. And, like, apparently they have a baby. In this movie, they have a baby discarding pit. Like, if, if you're not up to snuff, they just chuck you in a pit and walk away. Which is, like, when they talk about Greece in this universe being, like, a, a the hope and, like, the bright future for tomorrow, like, eh, 
know. Are, are you chucking babies into a pit? Eh. Mm. But and then like they do what's yeah. called a higoki, and like they train him to be like they they teach him to steal, to to kill, to fight, and it's like they pretty much strip the humanity from him and turn him into a, the Spartan warrior. And this is also historically true. But the thing about the higoki was when you kill, the the point was not to be caught. So the, the, it, it was a little different, but you know they they had to kind of like glaze over a bunch of stuff to make it dramatically accurate. And they kind of tie in, like, him fighting a wolf and picking his battle wisely with later on in the movie when he fights the hot gates. And um, so Persians show up at his city gates, and they have, like, the the heads of kings, like, you know, the skulls of them with crowns and stuff. And it's like, oh, we're making a big show of it. And this kind of shows, like, the Persians through this movie is, like, they're huge, they're ostentatious, they're always flaunting their power, kind of like Persians now. And, uh, Let's not. They have excess. Gonna wrap I'm just fine. But if you see in Persians, let me tell you, the rugs, phenomenal. Persian By the way, rugs. it was Plataea. Um, oh, Plataea. Okay. Plataea. Plataea. Whatever. Yeah. Who's Plataea? The guy with the, the eye? No. <laughs> that was the place oh. where they beat the Persians in the end. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. So Sam, they... Sam, wait, wait, wait. Vic? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate what you just did there. Jesus. Okay, so so what Spike is trying to say is, the Persians yeah. sent emissaries to Sparta. Emissaries after they'd already been turned away at Athens and other places, right? To try to get them to bend the knee. <laughs> Game of oh. Thrones reference. Uh, they said. Go fuck yourself. This is Sparta. Killed I, them. And I, I like that he says oh, those boy lovers, like a Spartan saying, "Oh, those boy lovers." Like, oh, come on, dude. That was totally like um, some American. Let me tell you. And the Spartans were like, "No, no." The Spartans were bringing boys with them to have sex with. So it was like, I, eh. I, I feel like everyone who retells the story of uh, three hundred or Spart the Spartan story, they interject some of their own culture into yeah. it, and that was. Pretty much that's, like that's, uh, our rugged kind of American culture showing yeah. through. Boy, I would love it if you busted out 1911 when he said, This is Sparta. Blam, <laughs> blam. Colt says hi. Pa pow, pa pow. Go ahead, Sam. Leonidas realizes that he probably actually is going to have to like fight the Persians because they're pretty much bound and determined to yeah. invade Greece because this is their second invasion. Um, Ten years prior, they had already tried to invade, hadn't really succeeded. So he's realizing they're going to invade again. He goes to see the Oracle who plies. She's pretty hot. Oh, yeah, let me tell you. Well, also an adolescent girl, so be, co- be cool with that. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Okay, they, 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 definitely, they definitely cast an 18 or older Probably actor to most, play what was most likely at the time a 13 or 14-year-old girl. Most, most likely... Yeah, I thought the oracle. Also, was... also that no. was also that was apparently a, a real thing. There was an oracle yeah. bit. So, also um, for for my notes with uh, three hundred, I drew a um, a muscular dude. Yeah. So just in case you're wondering, there's a muscular dude. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I, I like that because they have like this thing where he has to like show up after they like um, threaten him with like slavery and death, and he kicks the the emissary into it. And it's like I always like that bit where she's like only spot and women. Give birth to real men, and I'm looking around like, so you mean like, you gave, you gave birth to like a full grown like man, <laughs> or, or what? Real men. There's actually versus fake men. So to 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 talk about that a little bit, the women of Sparta actually had a lot more freedom and power and control in that in that region than you would have seen in other Greek states, right. um, because. They gave their birth men, to real men. Their their men spent the majority of their time with other men, training and fighting, um, hanging out. Right. And so the women, while their men were away, basically ran entire households. They ran the city. Like they they controlled a lot. They could inherit and and own land, um, like all sorts of things. They were pretty much the most uh, empowered. Empowered, yeah, is probably a good yeah, word. Think Rosie the Riveter, ten x Probably, yeah. Yeah, um, and like and Spartan women also trained often side by side with men 
in fighting and um they all went to the gymna they called it the gymnasium it's where we get the word gym gymnasium from um is you know the greek training places i'm gonna use that more now yeah go ahead um so like the women were they were badass and yeah like and, and as the, much as you don't want to go up against a Spartan man, you really don't want to go up against a Spartan woman. Oh, she'll fuck you up because she stabbed like that traitor dude. And why was he carrying all that gold with him? Like, because he was a fucking idiot. He's a goddamn like, like they have the okay. Listen, it was like got, a real life like video game that's when all, you kill a person, like all their money comes. All, out. It just spills out. Like this is the thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the Persians had the most insane like bribing. Like I don't know like where they get all this gold from, but they're like saying like they're they're. They're walking up to the mountain that, like, Leonidas has to scale the side of a mountain to get to these oracles. And, like, this fat dude just showing up, like, oh, here's a pile of gold. And we're going to bring you oracles all the day. And, like, for some reason, <laughs> like, the traitor, like, like uh, congressman, let's say, he has, like, Count- just... Councilman. Councilman, sorry. He has, like, a bag of gold on his hip. Like, who... He he's, has... not, he's not traveling anywhere. Yeah, but he also, he's, he also doesn't need to carry the gold with Xerxes' face! on it with him well i would i would pose the idea is that he was he was so confident and so bold he figured he would never run into an issue no one's ever gonna gonna shake him down they're gonna trust and believe that as as a well-respected and honorable member of the council he could do no wrong. I, I, w- I would subject that this has happened so that the movie could happen because they didn't have a way to say like, oh, they, they've been, they may have had at the beginning, like the first script was like they had this whole like Sherlock Holmes style investigation into his finances. But then they realized, no, we need to show more oiled up Greek dudes. <laughs> like, yeah. listen, we got Michael Fassbender and he did all of the crunches. So I think the... F- uh, to answer one of your questions, I think the fat guy just lived up there. He did. Wait, no, no. The, <laughs> I don't think he was. You just... mean the Persian dude? Oh, he's. Yeah, the Persian he thought, dude. He thought you were uh, talking about the old decrepit. No, the decrepit dudes, like. Mystic. Yeah, the mystics who were banging, like, the, uh, the, the E4s. Or, I don't know. Maybe the Persian dude took, like, an elephant up there. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't go up there. No, he was up there in their temple. Oh. He's like, oh, yeah, fresh oracles will be delivered daily. From every year, right. I'm like how fresh you... oracles, fresh like fresh adolescent girls, oh ripped from their families. <laughs> oh, like in case you're wondering, are the Persians the bad guys in this? Well, in this case, in this movie universe, yes. Um. So Leonidas gets his message from the oracle, which is that you know no they have war to fight. The con air. They have to fight, basically. Yeah, you can't fight during the movie Con Air. Is what I understand. That was the Con Air, right? Uh, so, why did he have the gold inside of his? Are you still on that? I'm trying to think of a good explanation. But so, so, Leonidas takes Leonidas <laughs> takes his 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 soldiers. His three hundred bodyguards. Yeah. Um. They come across the. Acadians, oh, and yeah. then there's also the thespians that they reference later. Apparently, because, actors were badasses back in the day. Well, Thespis so they, the was the first credited actor. That's where that term well, yeah, the, comes the from. He was probably yeah, from Thespiae. They yeah, have the acting country. Actors, and then they had the Arcadians, which were gamers. Yeah, gamers, so they got right? <laughs> actors and yeah, gamers. Yeah, they did a lot of live streaming back in the day. <laughs> True story. <laughs> so anyway, they battle for three days. Um, and they come face to face with Xerxes and at his side is the little punk ass bitch, Aphialtes, who tried to join up with the Spartans. Um, but because he was told, no, you, you can't lift your shield up. You can't lift your shield to and form the stand, phalanx. He couldn't stand up straight. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could stat. It's just his, his arm was deformed. And by the way, Aphialtes in actual historical record was just a dude. was just a jackass. He wasn't he wasn't physically disabled in any way that the records actually say he was just a little punk ass bitch. I, I like that he was the hunchback of Notre Dame in this. I like the fact oh, that the slurring is more pronounced now. Yeah, I'm, I'm I've been drinking. What do you want? Listen, I'm still getting used to now. Listen, I was used to drinking during the podcast and now but I'm you not. Ch- you chose to drink though. Yes, I chose to drink so I could drink more later. <laughs> so I like that. He's but you're asking, asking you're, you're acting like, you know, I just became drunk somehow. 
I what do you want? I just became I drunk. I, I don't, don't know how it happened. I, I'm not sure. Let's let's uh, <laughs> let's come back to this in no, a no, moment I, because I like the, we I like are. His name is Fielties. We're we're oh, right God. about at time. Okay, give me give me a sec. Okay, I'm gonna figure out how to touch this button. So you wanted to talk about a Fielties? Okay, we're back from the break that we took impromptu. Uh, so yeah, I like that Fielties because he's at least like thirty percent gristle. <laughs> In this movie, and like, like he shows up, like I will kill many Persians, and all he had to do was say, "Good job, sir." Yes, you get to go out front. That you you run out, and we'll support you, and then let him die gloriously in battle. I know they could have done that, but But that's because Leonidas was honorable and not a piece of shit. He's so pure that he couldn't save his damn country. It's like, I know about the one way you can be undone. The goat pass. And he's like, oh, yes, it feels to you. Just here, listen. Uh, just show up and like, hey, listen, um, Fastbender, this is your charge. Let him run out in front. And he's going to be fighting with you. Let him run out in front and get stabbed. He'll at least kill two of them. He's got a good stab. <laughs> and, and and listen and that's roll credits they win the battle of Thermopylae Leonidas was just uh, very confident in that Ephialtes, uh devotion to Sparta right. it's like he's got the cape and everything and we're he's just going to go home and like continue to be a fanboy it's not like he's going to be like a traitor right it's not no like his, emotion, his emotions swing I, from high to low and he's I didn't like completely destroy his worldview by saying I can't use you and so I like that. He and met also, his heroes. And also, I like that the his point hero is like, was an asshole. Yeah, I also like that he was sitting there like, the only regret Leonidas has is that he has so few to give to the cost. Like, and the few, they're not really happy about that either. <laughs> well, and yeah, Fealties was, uh, you know, he was uh, tempted oh, by let me tell you uh, sex and orgies. Yeah, the, the orgy bribe, that's a powerful bribe. Women, wine, and uh, something else. They actually took it straight from history that he told them about the goat pass and surprised the um, Acadians. What page is that? I I don't know. (laughs) I was actually reading about it online. Is she supposed to be the rain man or not rain man? Going into detail. um, Like that was actually straight from history. He told them about the goat pass. Um, the Acadians were guarding that area or they were there. The Persians tried to sneak through um, to get around behind uh, the rest of the Greeks. And apparently, like, they didn't even really try to fight the Acadians. It was either the Acadians or the Thespians or, or the Thebans. I don't know. There's like, there like a bunch of... There was, it was a, there was It really wasn't just 300 this people. Is why I don't, this is why I don't trust actors, okay? So... Um, they didn't really try to fight them. They kind of just like shot some arrows at them and then kept going. And then um, the Greeks that caught the Persians by surprise came and told Leonidas and the Spartans who then were prepared. Okay, so we should need to do Which a couple. Cool. We need to do a couple of things. You wanted to talk about their use of dead bodies. Oh yeah. So here, just so we can before we get to the hour mark. Yeah, they're very creative with dead bodies, right? Yeah, watching this in the movie theater. There was that scene where they, um, the Persians come upon, well, the immortals specifically come upon this wall of like stones and bodies and they like look at it really close. And then all of a sudden the wall just comes crashing down on top of the one dude that was standing in front. They they did all that for one guy. Spartans, push. It, whatever. I was the only person in the movie theater, and it was pretty well packed, to actually start laughing. I busted up. Nobody else made any sound. And then all of a sudden, there was just all these eyes on me. And my mom was like, for real? What the hell? And everyone was looking at me because, like, it was so ridiculous. They're so creative. But it was so funny. They're sitting there like they make they they use like the Persian scouts as like mortar for the fucking yeah. like, the hot the wall to funnel them into the hot gates. Yeah. They use them for like a for like like warning posts. They use them like as that wall to push onto the guy. Mm-hmm. Like just just one guy. Like we're gonna spend like five hours stacking corpses to crush, not even kill, just like bury one guy, and he comes out, and then we have to stab him still. 
<laughs> I mean, but if you think about why they would do that, that's kind of using fear as a weapon. Yeah. Because if these dudes aren't afraid to fuck around with dead bodies and then like hunch down like in the bodies in order to fight you, like I don't want to fuck with them. These dudes are are messing around with dead bodies and they're nasty. So, who knows what they did with those terrifying. corpses before we got to yeah, them? Yeah, like, okay. The, the the Romans uh not only did they take the sculpting style from the Greeks, and they took the gods from the mm -hmm. Greeks, Greeks oh, yeah. but also the Romans also took the uh, the scare tactics and the doing weird stuff to dead bodies from the Greeks in the form of the Italian mafia. <laughs> oh, God. You're going <laughs> to talk about the horse head. Leave the gun, take the horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, the horse head. Yeah. <laughs> go, 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 go. Oh, well, I don't know. There was like the horse head part. Yeah, because they, 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 they're marching to the hot gates and they find like a town like destroyed and there's like a horse head there. Like, oh, there's the, there. it the was still was connected. There. Okay. It was just they zoomed in on the head of a horse that was dead. Yeah. They, apparently the scouts showed up, destroyed a. Aww. Oh, no. Okay. Dark, here we that's go. Fine. Listen, Keep we're about. We're, oh, sh okay. We're about it's the just, end. Um, can it's we. It's getting dark in here. Can we say. The, one uh, more, one more thing. Here we go. The the, the I, owners of the building are trying to kick us out. We went a little too long. Yeah, we're in a submarine right now under the ocean. Vic, uh, in, insert a submarine uh, establishing shot here. <laughs> so the last thing that I wanted to mention is that this film focuses on kind of what's a really well known and overused trope of West is good, East is bad, um, and. You know, we kind of touched on it a little bit. They really upplayed the ostentatiousness of the Persians, and well, they were a superior the like, the like force in in that way. The excess and the flamboyance, um, as opposed to the very lean, mean, Efficient. Spartan men of Greece who battled them. Um, and there's they just they used a lot of what we all should know are harmful stereotypes and tropes. Um, but it's, as you mentioned before, um, that sort of representation of, you know, such a small group of people can make a big difference, um, yeah. has actually pervaded much of Western thinking. Well, and I personally figure that figure it as everyone loves an underdog. And this was also a very big underdog story. And before, before this was kind of like, like, as you said, kind of hurtful and divisive. It actually was kind of a, a uniting factor. For the if West. You think for the West, because, you, know, you know, the West isn't always, if you think about how many wars were in Europe, they weren't always getting along. But yeah. So they AKA all, they the all got... Guy. AKA the good guys. <laughs> they all, uh, you know, went along with the story of 300, right? Yeah. They all, that's, what, that's the one thing they were all like, you know what? We have... We all like this story. It's like, yeah. yeah. Okay, should I put this like here? Oh, yeah, there we go. Now, now I'm well lit. Okay. So. What are we telling Goosebumps stories? Well, uh, listen, uh, my, my light went out because you, you I'm going to blame you for this, didn't give me enough heads up. I, I had a week to charge these lights, and um, you didn't tell me to do it. Why, why weren't you charging all day? <laughs> I might have been I might have been drunk. Listen, I had to. I had to assemble. He's telling you why he didn't yeah, I'm do telling, it. I'm telling you why I didn't do it. I had to go assemble. He's, he said he had all week, and I didn't. And they weren't charging. Was, I got a new job, and I'm I'm a little confused. I'm a little like you know confounded, and and flabbered. Flabbered. Here, Vic, could you do me a favor? Oh no. Anyway, I don't think so. pour me another drink. So please don't. Yeah. yeah Let me see the bottle. The podcast is over. Let me see the bottle. No, no, you don't get my bottle. So. You know, in summation, in, in summation, <laughs> 300 is it's worth a watch. It is worth a watch. I would also it's highly recommend reading or getting the audiobook for Gates of Fire because it is a more accurate historical fictionalized account. I would prefer you not read. That's why I said or listen to they have or don't listen or read to anyone who's written a book. They're liars. This audio, wow. this is available on Audible. I actually looked it it's up. It's very belligerent. Right um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, yeah, actually, listen to the book. It's very good. Get an Audible account. I've been listening to uh, the um, the Terminal List series. Audible oh. is a great oh. service. Yeah. 
Uh, actually, Amazon, please sponsor us. Please, please sponsor us, even though our lighting is bullshit right now because Sam didn't give me warning about us um, recording this, even though I asked to record this tonight. Anyway. That being said. I'm Samantha. I'm Spike. I'm Victor. And I'm, I'm the best person on this podcast. We'll Thanks see you next watching. week for the final I'm movie of Mayday. Actually the best person. Okay, you, right. d- you don't know Jack Look. Dip. I, we're going to talk about this right. off the podcast. Let's, let's, let's turn, bring turn it, it down. down. You don't, tell, it down. Me, you don't tell me what to do. Bring it down. Bring it down. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs>